0: Welcome to Media Plus with me, Charlotte Henry, a podcast from the Mac Observer, where we look at Apple and its growing role in the digital media world. And I'm really excited today to be joined by Jason Snell from Six Colours and a podcaster at Read AFM, because we want to dig into the hardware side of what Apple's media play means. Hi, Jason. Thank you for joining me.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: It's great to have you on. And as I say, I want to talk into, get into the idea of Apple owning the whole widget in terms of the hardware of its media ecosystem. Um, The most obvious one is the Apple TV, and we'll come to that in a second, because the idea We've heard lots of rumors, haven't we, that, you know, in the coming weeks, we thought maybe March 23rd, we're recording this show on the 18th of March. So that seems cutting it a bit fine now, as we haven't heard anything at the time of recording this. Um, Even a digital event, you'd expect Apple to let us know more than, you know, four or five days ahead of schedule. So we're probably looking at April for an Apple event now. And one of the things we might see, according to the rumor mill, is an updated Apple TV uh, the box i should be clear um not the 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 service or or the app that all kind of have the same name first of all first of all i'm it's actually the apple tv is not uh, was one of the few apple products i've never really used it's n- never had a use in my life at all are you a user of one jason is this a product that interests you and you use i know you've reported yeah, on it yeah
1: i've actually been an apple tv hardware user for a long time oh. and i use the apple tv 4k the current model which is now uh, several years old i use that basically every day that's essentially my interface beyond some stuff that comes in through traditional cable all my streaming stuff is going through an apple tv box so i do use it on a regular basis
0: interesting now is that for privacy reasons or because for another reason you haven't got a smart tv that oh has the apps that you want on it
1: Well, I mean, one of them is an unusual reason, which is that I write about Apple, and so therefore understanding platforms is important, and I need to do it. But um, also, I would say I do have a smart TV, although I purchased that after I bought the Apple TV uh, 4K. So there's that. And then also, it's only been in the last year or two where Apple has, um, for various reasons, sort of extended features that used to exist only on the Apple TV to other devices. So my TV now, after... After a software update, I have a Roku TV uh, from TCL. And after a software update a few months ago, it now supports AirPlay um, and it has its own TV app. And I could probably not use the Apple TV box at all if I wanted to. Um, And this is, I think, the real challenge for Apple is an identity for this hardware that used to be more differentiated. um, But now that Apple has for, you know, for important reasons, like getting its uh, its TV service on other platforms and making its devices more usable on other TVs by bringing over airplay. The result is we don't know what the Apple TV hardware is really for and it's priced much higher than um the competition from places such as Amazon and Roku. So yeah. um there's a real question mark about what it what its purpose is going forward. I use it, you know, honestly, I've been using it for the last few years. It works fine. I wouldn't change it. If it broke, would I buy a new one? Probably not. And and for my the T V in the back of my house I did need to buy a new box and I bought a Roku instead. So you know I think I think it's an open question.
0: Yeah. And you've raised a lot of actually really important points that I want to dig into because the most important thing I think we all realize in the very early days of Apple producing content and providing content was getting it in front of eyeballs. That's why no one basically has ever paid for it because they don't want to make that an excuse for you not to watch it. Yep. It's why it appears on every Apple device you can watch it on, including the TV. Um And it's why they've done deals, as you've said, with various other companies. So I know newer Samsung TVs, for example, have the Apple TV app built in just because yep. they didn't, they wanted to make it easier. Lots of people buy Samsung TVs. Here's a really easy app. Um I actually have one of the older Samsung TVs, which was they still haven't updated to allow the Apple TV app, which is pretty frustrating, but it is the only service I have, like any streaming service that I use, that there is not an app for on my smart TV. So I really, apart from the, I need it for work excuse, I I would never find a justification for spending the money on an Apple TV. Now, could I be tempted by a $60 stick that, that challenges the fire stick or something? Maybe. And um, we'll come on to whether or not we think Apple would produce such a thing. Um, but so so I think you've hit the nail head where you say, what actually is the use case? Once you've made the commitment, you're going to buy, you've updated your TV and you're going to buy a smart TV. What it, What is the use case? And I think Apple is struggling to articulate that. This but this little box, which is like a kind of little Mac mini, I, I always think of it as kind of the little... The Mac Mini's kind of a little sibling or something.
1: Yeah, or a little iPad, uh, iPad without a screen almost right. yeah. is what it is. Yeah, right exactly.
0: An iPad you can plug into another screen. Um, kind of, I, I don't quite know where it fits anymore. I get why they made it initially.
1: Right, but, I, but their but their strategy has changed. That's the real thing, right? Is that they, exactly. they made it in a period where there weren't other devices that did this and that they felt like they could contribute something. And then they kept it going because they felt like it helped... Uh, fit with their strategy. It was a high margin piece of hardware that had a kind of like a higher quality and that that uh, eventually became a home for their app platform that's sort of based on iOS, but slightly different. But they then they changed strategies and, and the services strategy that Apple has, which is to increase revenue in their service services category, which is one of their two fastest growing categories um, in terms of their financial results that we get every quarter. Um, and And they decided to launch this television service and their their strategy became we want to grow services revenue, and that meant we need we want to charge people on all platforms, we want to compete with all other streaming services,, yep. and that means we need to be everywhere and that that's a perfectly reasonable strategy, but it completely undercuts the exclusive hardware strategy that they'd been going on before, and the truth is that the uh the product is currently conceived is that's why it seems so strange is because yeah. it, 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 it comes from an era where there was a different strategy and we've yet to see and it's I think a, a real open question. Like can Apple reconceive this product for their current uh you know, present day Apple strategies or is it just going to kind of continue along as this curious product that doesn't really make sense given the competition but that they don't want to to kill because that has complications too and that that's yeah, the real those- mystery
0: the HomePod may may it rest in peace. May may feel that yep. killing products doesn't feel that difficult. <laughs> We've
1: lost the HomePod and the iMac Pro in the last couple of weeks. Right. And it does feel a little bit like Apple is settling all family business. Um, <laughs> given given the rumors, I mean, I wrote an article a while ago uh, the headline was something like, why does the Apple TV exist? And I heard from a lot of people who are angry. I wasn't trying to take their Apple TV away from them. I but think I, I did
0: a link teaser to it over on the yeah. Mac Observer because I think you articulated a lot of what I was feeling in that piece. Right. It's the
1: question of why, why is this product here? What it, it needs a reason to exist, it, right? It doesn't just exist because it is there, right? It has to have a reason. It has to have a, a, a purpose and, and why people would buy it. And, and what I heard from a lot of people is there are a bunch of things Apple is doing that aren't really elsewhere uh apple launching fitness plus and having it be tightly integrated with the apple yeah. tv plus or apple tv hardware is an interesting example of that and, and that's fine but that's i think that's where they're in this kind of weird interim state where like they could keep it alive for a few things that are relevant they could recon you know reconfigure it entirely to be much more relevant or they could kill it um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on them killing it, but I do. I do worry that what they're going to do is just keep it around in this kind of zombie state, where it's not a bad product, but it's sort of an irrelevant product because yeah. their strategy has changed and the market has changed around them.
0: So uh, the, you've highlighted actually the two use cases that I would have for a product the, for this product, which is I would like to do use fit. I've got an Apple Watch SE, and I would like to use it for Fitness Plus. I, I've never really found. I, I think the screen, the display on my iPhone 12 Pro is too small, really, to really make use of um, Fitness Plus. And I've never, I've had, and I've written about this, find the syncing with the Apple Watch and the iPad for Fitness Plus. It has never worked for me. Um, you know, we know that the the two devices don't really talk, so it's never worked for me, and I found that quite frustrating. So. If I had a Fitness Plus TV app, I would definitely use that service more. Hundred percent. Right. I and- think the
1: question is: is that does that stay? Um- uh, exclusive or is it just a matter of time before Apple improves AirPlay support in the fitness app so that you can do that to any TV right. and it is exactly the same as on the Apple TV and you can see right in that decision point the push and pull that is here between creating stuff that's exclusive to Apple hardware versus making their services more appealing
0: exactly and i have the exactly the same clash highlighted in my use of TV plus i want to watch tv plus shows that at the moment involves Plugging my Mac Mini into my TV because the smart TV, I don't have an Apple TV and I don't have and for some reason the software on my smart TV, the only app it doesn't have is Apple TV. Right,
1: right. Nor does it have uh, support for AirPlay, which and is and it the does other not have support for yeah.
0: airplay. Exactly. So that those two examples I think are the perfect kind of use cases where I go, oh, I wish I just had a device that would just attach to my TV and I just turn it on and it would be done. The problem is The device is too expensive. The device that exists is too expensive for it to have that level of value for me.
1: Yeah, this is the real challenge. Um, And there are lots of ways Apple could approach it, right? They could make it uh, substantially cheaper. They could make an attempt at justifying its uh, substantially higher price.
0: You said both Uh, those things with a straight face, Jason. People can't see that. You've done really well. Uh,
1: you know, what do you think they're going to do there? I I think that's the challenge, right? Like, I I have a hard time. Apple's never the low-price leader, right? And they wouldn't be in this space, but even making a stick for for $90, I'm not sure solves the problem that you can get a a full-on 4K HDR box from Roku uh, in the US for about $40. It's not... And one with uh, Dolby Vision for $90. So it's just, it's not, Apple's never going to be close, I think, even if they got really aggressive, which is probably beyond what they would ever really do. And the only other alternative is to recast it as something different, uh, a higher higher end thing. They've tried things with Apple Arcade and with Mm -hmm. controller support to try and sort of say that we've got the processor power. So we're going to make this sort of like a family-friendly entertainment box that is games and other stuff. I'm not sure that that is a, a path to success, but they certainly could try it. And then the other thought that I had is they could throw in some home features, right? They could make it a uh, a Wi-Fi extender and a network guardian and part of a larger home strategy. But, you know, without going too far down that path, I think that's another one of these open questions for Apple, which is in addition to what is the Apple TV hardware strategy there's a question of more generally what is apple's strategy with home hardware in general having as you mentioned killed the home pod but keep still having the home pod mini around it's unclear to me if apple has a coherent strategy in the home i mean right now they don't but like could they form one and is it likely that they will and you know i honestly i'm kind of baffled i i i'm prepared to be surprised because honestly any strategy that they would apply at this point would surprise me <laughs>
0: I was looking as well. If you look at the specs for the TV, um, for the four, so an Apple TV 4K is 179 dollars for a 32 gigabyte model, and 64 gigabytes will cost you 199 dollars. There are pay monthly options um, in the US. Uh, you just need to swap the currency sign in the UK, and it costs it's the same number. Um, for me, that's far too high for the use yes. cases that, that I, you have, we've just discussed. Yeah. Um, which brings us back to the central question of if your main objective, and it's the thing we talk about the whole time, it's the, the kind of perspective this whole show is built around, is what is the content and services Apple is providing and how many people are consuming it and how are they doing it? The, not A 199 dollar box... When most people have a smart TV now, or a lot of people have a smart TV or a very cheap cable they can plug their MacBook Pro into or something, doesn't f- fulfill those objectives to me.
1: It, yeah. It- and and again they they've got the strategy where they really want it to be that any TV you buy or any uh cheap uh streamer stick or box that you buy can get you the table stakes of Apple TV plus and and uh, airplay support at which point right. so like even though your TV doesn't support it you could probably buy even in the UK you could probably buy an Amazon Fire uh box that supports those things and then you're uh, good to go. Right. So, so then what is the, what is the Apple TV for where, what, what niche does it, does it fill a very hard question you mentioned earlier, you know, do I use the Apple TV, Uh, For privacy reasons, I will say the number one thing I heard from people about why they bought an Apple TV and paid a lot more money for it than buying a Roku or Amazon box, what they said was uh, privacy and trust. And I I think part of that is distorted because I write about Apple stuff. And so the people and and I was linked to on Daring Fireball and like Mm -hmm. so the people I'm hearing from are people who are deep in the Apple ecosystem. I don't think that's applicable broadly, but at least within a certain audience there is this feeling that, I, that there's trust for Apple, that there isn't for Amazon or for Roku, and I know that there were some stories about Vizio, I think, in particular, that sort of was, without telling anybody, was using software to to detect what was on the screen at all times, and logging that information, so they basically were able to find out what shows people were watching, even yeah. if it was on different apps and all of that, and they, there was a sort of a scandal, and they they updated their privacy policy, and all of these boxes have opt-outs, and I've looked at stories about what network traffic gets passed and 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 by default they leak information but you can turn it off at which point they leak less information the <laughs> truth is individual apps on apple tv also leak information it's not a black uh, a privacy black box so i think that those i think those uh claims of apple is safe and the others are dangerous is, are are pretty overstated but that said Piece, you can't put a price of peace of mind, and I think that there is this feeling that Apple doesn't sell you a box for any reasons involving ulterior motives. No, they just want to sell you a piece of hardware, and I think that's okay. But again, I don't think that's enough to make it a product that makes sense for a larger audience.
0: Right, and it also I think perfectly highlights this this whole conversation actually highlights the clash of within Apple as it has moved into the media space. So Netflix has never had to worry about this question because all it has ever done is work to develop an app and worked with TV companies to develop an app. And some television remotes have a Netflix button on it.
1: Right. Right. Netflix's goal is one goal, which is get their service everywhere. That's it. Correct. And Apple's. That's that's the thing is Apple's goal with TV plus now seems to be that goal. The problem is they also have this hardware that used to sort of be a place where you did exclusive things and now you don't anymore. And, and, yeah. and can, how, how are you a company that is selling services, but also a company that's trying to make big margins on hardware? Um, and can you play can you play both of those so games? I, I yeah. think
0: you I think you can. There is no reason that just because you make the morning show, you can't sell a MacBook Pro. A- absolutely none. Sure. I-, I think there is a particular clash b- with this particular product.
1: Right, um, right. Well, right, exactly. That this product is the is the one where those two, the Venn diagram is overlapping right at this point. And exactly. It's a- and it's a real pain, pain point for them. I-, I think, I mean, also uh, giving Apple a hard time for a lot of their strategy stuff, I do want to say there was a real question if they were going to be able to, if they were willing to change and make those deals and put apple tv plus on there was a legitimate question if apple tv plus was going to be on non-apple platforms at all right Absolutely. which seems stupid now but really the idea was is apple using this service as a way to sell hardware or are they are they really making it a service that they want a a mass audience for and they did they did choose that that's a big step for them as a company that generally is is focused on hardware margin
0: i think it's been a bit overlooked and perhaps the reason that's been overlooked is because we're not yet really paying. No one's really paying for Apple TV Plus yet. But actually, the fact that on a Samsung TV that's come out in the last couple of years, you can get an Apple service directly on it is quite a big deal that Apple allowed that to happen. Or any of the others, yep. you know, that there are other various other TV companies, yep. LG TVs, um uh, in the show notes, I'll, I'll do a link. We've got a list of the kind TVs and platforms where you can get uh, TV, uh, Apple TV Plus or Apple TV, the app. Um, major games consoles have it now. Yeah. This stuff is, it, it is a cultural shift. But the reason I wanted to have this conversation with you, is, as we said, is because this one product perfectly sums up what the culture clash within the company is. And... If there is a future event it will be very interesting to see if they solve this problem.
1: Yeah, so, that that very interesting, right? Like what there are many paths they could take, none of them are easy. The easiest path, the path of least resistance is probably to do very little and allow it to continue being a very strange in-between product that it has some specific appeal to certain people.
0: But, But is that the path of least resistance, having a third product? How many times have we stumbled in this show over the name of an app, a service, and a box? Oh,
1: it... Right. Because again, that's a, that there was a no. shift there and they, they this product reflects the old way of thinking before the shift. So why does it still exist? Yes, I think the, uh, the best theory I, I, I've heard yeah, it well. from, from John Gruber and Ben Thompson, they were talking about this on their podcast and they suggested one way, one path forward for Apple is to rename this product as the Apple TV something. Um, and their suggestion was like the Apple TV arcade and the idea of making, focusing on Apple arcade and the graphics and including a controller and saying, well, this is why it's expensive is because you can play games on it that are part of our service and it's not a game console, but it will solve all of your problems for entertainment. I'm not sure that's going to work either, but at least it would let us call it by a name that wasn't well, also the, the name of so, an yeah. app and a service.
0: <laughs> I, I, and I slightly appreciate that's a bit of an us problem because we spend a lot of time writing and talking about these services. But I, the amount of times I've heard people refer to, oh, yeah, I watched that show on Apple TV. Oh,
1: it happens endlessly. I, I don't think it's an like us normal problem. People I think we're the not- most... Yeah, we're the most uh, equipped to understand it. I think the truth is that normal people out there, are like Apple TV, it's. I've had this happen with friends of mine where it's like Apple TV. You mean is it the app? Is it the box? I don't have the box, so I can't watch Ted Lasso. And it's like, yeah. no, you can because you have a TV that has it or an iPad. You can watch it on your iPad. And they're like, oh, is there? There's a TV app on the iPad. Oh, does that mean I get it? Well, no, you have to sign up for TV Plus, but then you can use the TV app and you don't need the TV box. And like <laughs> this is, uh, it, it's a mess. And again, it's a mess of their own making. And the individual decision to call the service td plus i actually think isn't a bad one but no. uh the, Patu- the what the about context, all the rest of it
0: <laughs> particularly in the context of all the other naming protocols of the services and so on Well, right, um, right
1: everybody's got a plus now you've so, got one
0: just,
1: yeah <laughs> right one.
0: but just to go back to your uh, earlier point of actually just leaving the tv 4k um b is you know is The path of least resistance. I'm not actually convinced it is in the same way that they could have just let the home pod continue and people wait to update it and it just sits on the website. And that is arguably the path of least resistance. But again, if they think actually this product is not working for us anymore, it's not challenging the uh, Amazon products, it is, you know, people are not seeing it as a high end piece of audio hardware they think it's a bit meant to be a challenger to the echo dot but it's nowhere near a challenger in price um like what's the point of keeping it and they've at least killed that so there is an argument that you can say well people are getting confused and it might actually be putting people off watching the content we're spending a lot of money on so why do we need to keep this box on our website and in our shops
1: i guess what i would say is the HomePod being killed, there was still the HomePod Mini. And when you look at something like the addition of Fitness Plus to the Apple TV platform, you like if they just out and out killed it, they like whoever is working on fitness plus would be really furious. Right. Cause they're like, well, wait a second. We just did all this work to put, to go on this platform. And this is the only place that you can have this kind of experience with the live stats and all of that. And, you know, right. And presumably there are a handful of other things like that where they're like, there are parts of Apple that are like, well, wait a second, we, we are on this product. So I think that there would be, it's, I, I would argue because of that, it's probably easier to keep it around as they've been doing the last few years, just kind of drifting, than yanking it, at which point a bunch of things that only work on Apple TV would have to be replaced somehow. Not to say that they couldn't do it and they haven't been working on that behind the scenes. But in the larger p- uh, point, you're right. Like, why... If it's not anything, why go to the effort of updating the hardware? Why go to the effort of updating the software and the platform? If it's not worth the effort, why don't why keep doing it so that, that's yeah. the mystery right that's It takes us all the way back to the beginning, which is why does this platform exist? Uh, what's it for? and Apple hasn't uh, elaborated has, has not explained to us what this platform is for today and why they put an in effort into keeping it around. It's Jason not, or at I least think he's not a good enough. One. Jason,
0: I think I've solved the problem.
1: okay, let's do it. Apple Cinema. Okay. It's
0: the place where you watch movies. It's the yeah. place you get your entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like... It's a different name to the TV service. You can buy and get other movies on there.
1: Great. So basically, this is like a, a store that just keeps changing its name in order to... <laughs> It's like, no, yeah. it's, it's, totally it's a totally different
0: product now. It's, a, it's upgraded. It's going to yeah. be 4K. You're going to have lovely Dolby Atmos. You're going to have beautiful picture yeah. quality Forget about you, that apple
1: tv it's apple it's, cinema now it's
0: apple cinema it's your home cinema setup. Cinema os it's, it's, platform yes yeah, it's, it's the home oh goodness i forgot there's even a os system as well isn't there yes there's tv os tv
1: os um, sure oh my
0: god anyway it's it's a mess. I mean,
1: this it's, is why the, the, Apple executives get paid a lot of money because this is it is hard and complicated and, and and all of this precipitated by a strategy decision that I think was the right one to put their technology on other platforms and let Apple TV Plus be viewed by as many people as possible. Ha, but it they has, to, clean that has up to be the, the mess.
0: right, de- right. it has to be the right decision that you can see Apple TV Plus content on as many in as many places as Apple can do deals. That has to be yes. the right strategy and decision
1: but then you have to clean up the mess of what you were doing before and they haven't i mean honestly the last three years has been this product just sitting there as the strategy changes that's what's so fascinating about whatever they're going to do is is the strategy's changed the old strategy doesn't make any sense anymore product is still sitting there what's the new strategy because yes i think their strategy moves have been the right ones but they haven't cleaned up the mess yet so what what's that going to look like
0: And do we do you think that come April, you know, maybe the mid-April or something, we, we will have a clearer perspective on that answer?
1: Yeah. You know, the cynical part of me wants to say that it's going to be prepared to be disappointed because I've been so disappointed in Apple's home strategies over the last few years that my my concern is that they're going to still not get it. And they're still going to try to make this happen in ways that don't make any sense that they they they, you know, make a, a gesture toward doing the right thing and doing something that makes the product interesting. And then they walk away for it, you know, for another three years as it slowly decays. I hope I'm wrong. Like I I want them. I really want Apple to have a cohesive, coherent home strategy that they haven't had for years because they've allowed the, you know, their competitors like Google and Amazon to do home networking and, you know, they're all in the, all the mesh networks stuff that has happened. All the, the, you know, HomeKit has been kind of uh, lagging behind. You've got Apple TVs problems. Like I would love a really unified story that makes sense of all of this stuff and integrates with other Apple hardware. My fear is that they're going to be able, they're going to slap you know, a chip that. That is more recent in the box and say everything's fine and walk and away cost
0: two hundred dollars uh, yeah yeah um well we will certainly have to have you back on the show where, where if when we <laughs> get an answer if we get an answer to that oh um, imagine I, I was also thinking actually in the context of the home pod um and the home pod mini why apple hasn't made a bigger play of its own radio stations. I mean, I know on my uh, Amazon e- Echo Dot, I can listen to Apple Music. Let's not go with the fact that they've called that the same thing—the radio station. Uh-huh. You can listen to that on non-Apple devices, so it has let go of these personas. But it it doesn't tell these stories. It doesn't tell the story about you know how you know the privacy benefits of either an Apple TV or HomeKit or you know what are those those things. And it surprises me for for a company that uh, is so good at communication so often I'm telling it a story
1: I, I think you're seeing the priority that this falls in Apple's hierarchy is it, yeah. and and that as huge as a company as Apple is the way it's structured it often just can't do more than one or two things at a time and clearly although I don't know. This is the challenge, right? Because they, they hired a new person to be in charge of their home technologies. You can look at these products and say, what you know, the, what's the bigger story here? And yet, nothing seems to happen. And I think it says about the fact that the leadership there, it just it's low down on the list. And right,
0: but in yeah. terms of um, mu- you know, Apple Music One and Apple Music Country and Apple Music Classic uh, Rock, then you know the stations or the the oh no it's classic isn't it it's all the it's like a retro they're station st- isn't they're they? streaming stations right yeah the, the three streaming stations that they've expanded and made quite a big deal of they spent a lot of money on having some serious radio talent across those three stations now yes do you ever hear people talk about it
1: i know and and they're they're very focused on apple music and yet they uh the radio stuff seems to blend into the background uh i yeah. don't know I don't know. Maybe that's the next thing. Is there'll be a streaming radio from Apple or something? Or or right. will, they well, make, will they put it in cars? <laughs> will there be cars well, I with think Apple cars music radio? Will be
0: part of it. Yeah. Well, yep. cars is for we discuss the, the Apple car regularly with Kelly Gamont on <laughs> Mac Observer's Daily Observation show. So you'll have to keep up with her for that. But um, Jason, I really do appreciate you joining me because this is, it's a fast, we often talk about the software and the content side of Apple's media play, but I wanted to take a point, a pause and look at the hardware because I think it's a really important part of the story. So thank you for le- for, I don't know if we've come to an answer, but you've helped me unpack mm. it a bit more as well.
1: Well, we're we're prepared now for whatever comes next. I hope Exactly.
0: It's something. So just remind people where they can keep up with you, Jason.
1: Sure. You can read my writing on sixcolors.com and listen to my podcasts. Uh, tech podcast at relay.fm. Upgrade is the one you should listen to there. And a uh, bunch of pop culture podcasts on the podcast network I run. That's the incomparable, theincomparable.com. dot
0: com. And I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter and you can keep up with me at themacobserver.com. Thank you so much for joining us and see you next time.